You are now listening to Sir Inks The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything. Now, this podcast is catered to those that are 18 and above and may not be suitable for work, or as we like to say, NSF. And remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, Kinky and King Cares Work out there. My name is Say, and on this podcast, I'm bringing back my good friend, Slaze Valkyrie, to discuss more of her uh, update on her journey into the lifestyle, into the leather house, being collared. And as a special bonus, she is bringing on her madam on this podcast. And the madam is going to discuss what she saw in her that made her bring her in. Also, her ways of how she runs the house and how she runs her her life and everyone that's involved in that house, figuratively and literally in the house. And how that works with the overall master, the madam's husband. And how does that work with jealousy and, you know, organizational wise, and also all the wonderful events that they do within the community and whether there are goals as well for this year as a collective. Now, part of this audio is a little, a little swanky, a little bit, you know, if I could say swanky, a little, not choppy, But when you're doing podcasts over the internet, you know, sometimes connections can be bad. But nonetheless, I'm going to bring this to you. You may hear a little bit of uh, noise in there, a little bit here and there, but the voices are quite clear. You can hear us clearly. So without further ado, here we go. I hope you enjoy. And there will be a part two to this. There will be a part two because there's a lot to unpack. And um, I wasn't able to get to it within one hour. But again, here we go. All right, we back. Slaves Valkyrie. We got to get the update. It's a lot. A lot's been happening. A lot's happened since the last time we talked in March. Was it March or mm. February? February. 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 It's a lot happening. A lot happened. So I'm on here now with you and your ma'am. Mm-hmm. And your ma'am looks, looks, looks a little younger than you. Let's talk about that. What? What? I just put a number. <coughs> Everybody introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Mama Celestia. I am 32. I have been in the leather lifestyle since 2011. Um, I am an M-type. I am a sadist. I love all things power exchange and authority-based relationships. I I run Mast Oil City, Pennsylvania. I am the power exchange powwow. Um, council member and an event coordinator. I've been a presenter, a house venue um, hostess, and I am the head of House of Kinky Misfits. That is who I am. Nice, nice. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of responsibility there. Have you met my girl? Her name is Valkyrie. Yeah, She's a whole lot of responsibility. <laughs> that's what I said. You got a lot of res- you got a lot of responsibility there. Okay. Yeah, no, ma'am has a whole lot of responsibility. Yes. A whole lot. Moving furniture by herself, trying to help. You know, I'm all broken now. I know. I'm like, I can't do this. You're going to get squashed. 
Yeah, who got yeah. responsibility over here? So, so ma'am has a husband, mm -hmm. and both of you serve him. No, no, I serve oh. him. You serve him. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Me and my husband are co-heads of house. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's a dominant, and I am a dominant. Okay. He has a lovely little primal side that you know takes the knee to me. Okay. <laughs> I like we that. We are very polyamorous. It's a very much polyamorous uh, leather household. Okay. So are either one of you a switch or no? I'm a dominant leading switch, and so is my husband. Okay. 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 He's a slave. She's a slave all day long. You remember I tried that whole ma'am switch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you're, yeah, I know you're a slave all day. I know that. So... You said you got into it about 10 years ago. So you, you was in your early 20s. Yes. What have you uh, What have you learned, I guess, since, like, you know, when you first come in, you start learning some things, you have your ideas of what the lifestyle is, and then you get in it, and then you actually find someone, and then you, you know, you, you, you're in it now. So And then, like, now you're in it to another level that a lot of people would ever be, but... How do you how do you feel from like your you know coming into it into and being experienced as as you are in it now? So when I, I first started, like I you know read the fictions and I was just like it's gonna be unicorn farts and rainbow sprinkles and it definitely is like not that. Um, and that was that was that little lie to myself was abruptly like no hold on don't be dumb come here. Um, and I was picked up by a leather household in Texas very, very quickly. And they were like, come here, child, let us, you know, train you in the ways that thou shall go. And I was very blessed for that. And I, I was a slave for some time before I, I transitioned slash. Right. And, um, you know, the education that I had there was vital just from tool knowledge to this is how things should be done. This is how things shouldn't be done. The ethics, the morals, the consent, um, just being able to be in that immersive experience as from the bottom side of the slash from the right side of the slash really allowed me to go and become a better you know mistress and and dominant to my s types because i know what it's like to be there um i've definitely learned as i've come up through community and i i've grown um there are things they didn't prepare me for as a female dominant um, a lot of my peers um, and accountability partners and friends in the community are male, okay. male dominance, and so I don't, I don't know a lot of female dominance. Okay. Um, so I spend a lot of my time with my male counterparts, and I remember, you know, I never had to fear. Like I'm like I'm a I'm a dominant, you know, and then one of them said, "Don't you know about goddess Sadie?" And I said, "Who the hell is she?" Right. And when they told me that I always need to watch myself twice uh -huh. because as a female dominant, if I have male submissives, it's a very real chance that things like what happened to goddess Sadie and her murder could happen. And so like a lot of my early year, these fantasies uh -huh. that have been shattered. And now I'm very much more of, nah, we need to talk about the real, real you know stuff and we need to hold up wait a minute 
let's talk about consent and let's get down to the nitty gritties and let's talk about mental health and let's talk about the physical and your metaphysical, you know, obligations. We need to have a real, you know, grown person conversation. They're adults. This isn't unicorn, you know, topia. Right. Let's, let's have this moment of we do adult things and adult things can hurt and you need to be an adult. I need to be an adult. If you can't be an adult, my door is that way. Heck shit. Right. Right. I like, I like being direct. I like being direct. That's very, and, and, you know, and dealing with women, you have to be real direct because if you're not, <laughs> you allow them to call out, you know, you allow them to call outside the lines. You just really have to be direct because women minds are just more expansive in that way. And men aren't and, and dominant people aren't when you're very focused on things and you have a lot of responsibility. You don't have time to, waste a lot of mental energy on some pie in the sky and some you thought i thought you might have said no you this you heard me clearly what i said you know i remember when i started my house in 2016 uh-huh. it was one page of rules very utopian just be a good human right. respect communication you know these are basic things that we talk about 101 i now have 23 pages of rules and right. some basic things come with paragraphs just so they can understand to right. the leather of the law. this is what this means i right. never thought i had to define honesty but it's a whole paragraph i don't i don't have time you want to be part of my house here's my rules right. read it love it eat it poop it you know shower in it like understand the assignment that's beautiful mm-hmm. i love that i love that and so is that something that uh is that something like if you, when you like when you brought Valkyrie in, is that something that you gave to her first or did your or did your husband give that to her? Oh no, I I said I gave it to her and I said, Why don't you look this over? Tell me um if this is something you could subscribe to. Okay. We've been dancing for about two years. Like vetting and you know that two year rule. But I you know, I was bouncing from this one to that one and that seemed right and whatever and she was like and one day it changed back to Draconica house on and she was like oh hey what's up and uh, it was the right time and, and i i swooped in i was not lo- uh, i was not gonna throw away my shot that time drove and picked her up and said come on let's go and every year i revise the rules i look over and i see what's working and so she got the 2020 edition or the 2021 edition and then she she was there when we as a household went through the 2022 edition okay so do you update the rules yearly or as as you have to go Annually, we do it annually. Annually, okay. New Year's Eve. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. But let's come into the new year uh, with a renewed focus. With eyes yeah. wide open, this is what is expected. If you can't right. sign it, the door. And so I know one of the biggest things people have a hard grasp of. You know, people in regular relationships and vanilla types. How do you reckon with jealousy? Uh, who gets to spend time with with master and all that? Who gets to spend time with madam? You know, like you know, people because people can't never people are so you know, you know how this goes. People are so like, you're mine, she's mine, he's mine, and I'm I'm I don't really want to share him or her even with their friends. And so to have someone else in your house and and be in a shared space, how do you work? Yeah types and so the way that i do it is 
mistress and master want to spend time with is who we're going to spend time with. If you want that time, do things to show that you're worthy of that time. And I hate to put it that way, but that's how it is. Like if you're going to be, you know, if you're going to do dumb shit, you're not going to get shit. Right. I hate to be that way, but I don't have time to hold someone's poor behavior and reward them. Right. Show me that you can do what you need to do and you will be rewarded. You want to shower with mistress? Guess what? Make sure your chores are done and show me that you can shine in service to me. And then you can take that shower with mistress. Otherwise, I'm going to pull the pu- you know, the puppy who's doing the good job and take him upstairs and give him a bath instead. We get, you know, he's going to get the naked time with ma'am. <laughs> with her whole girl out of the blue. Yank, ma'am, just right in the tub. How are you? I, I give my time where I want to give my time. Now, they all get community time. Like, we're all together all the time. Okay. And twice a week. We sit down and we have submissive class, house class, and they're all with me. And it's usually just me um, because Sir Jeep is um, at work. Right. For the most part. Thank God. He would kill us. Well, not us. Not this one, but <laughs> there's a lot of dumb. But we call the lack of jealousy or whatever. It's called compersion. And okay. me, I love it. I love to see my partners happy with another. Like, that's yeah. probably one of the house that I don't get jealous. It's conversion. And people who are jealous in our in this this household specifically don't last long. Right. You have to be okay with sharing because nearly everything is shared from the bathroom to the kitchen to the bedrooms to you're you're lucky if you could take a shit by yourself. So uh, so I, I heard you mention take the pup upstairs and bathe him. Now some people may think the pup is a puppy. He is puppy. He well, is, but but is an actual human being. He is yeah. an actual human being. Because you know, for some people, some people have to hear that y'all the nickname is pup. So why is his nickname or why is his name pup in the house? So he identifies as a wolf. Okay. Um, that is his his animal. Um, in pet play, okay. he also okay. has forty eight inches of hair that I use as his leash. Wow. Um, and when he does appear on our video podcasts, he always wears his pup hood. Um, and he's very, he just, if you could personify, anthropomorphize a puppy into a human, that is him. Just the way he kind of tilts his head sometimes and his eyes twinkle and he moves. It's very canine. And he's, he learned, you know, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks and he's 40, but he's definitely a puppy and he learns a lot of new tricks really quickly. He's nice. very teachable. He's also the other dominant for me. Okay. Okay. He's a switch. He's a switch. So he's no, I'm, a, I'm the captain, which I mean, I'm the command level, like I'm an alpha slave. Okay. Which, and the way our house is set up, I'm command level. And then he's actually alpha pup. So it's it's a cute dance because on the chain of command i'm above him right but when he hits that role it's like no once that bedroom time basically happens he's like boop, boop, boop. Uh, oh yes sir and then they laugh and then who knew it took three it took right. three three for me all good things come in threes absolutely all good things come in threes that's great so who so with the infrastructure i, I you know i'm very interested in that because you know, blending uh, power exchange with uh, polyamory is a very, um, I'm not going to say it's difficult. It's difficult to try to have polyandry, 
point blank. And then to put the kink and power exchange on top of it is even deeper because you have so many different personalities. So you have an alpha, alpha sleeve, then you have a pup. Uh, and, you know, and, and I think the best thing about this lifestyle is people can be innately who they are inside, right? You're not... If you're if you're little, you don't you're not ashamed if you want to get crayons out in the coloring book. If you if you want to be a kitten, it's okay for you to be a kitten and crawl on the floor licking a ball, like without any shame to that. And so, does it work best? Because it sounds like you have a really nice structure. How like how does that work? Like I'm interested to know how that works now because I'm like, damn, I might need a little more structure in my personal life. But that sounds great to like. I've always thought about that. If I wanted to add more submissives in, how would I how would I do that effectively and smoothly? What, so what, what would your best advice be? I'm sorry, what would your best advice be? Have an established hierarchy and established system of rules and protocols going into it. Um, and so that already puts in place, like everyone knows their spot, um, which cuts out a lot of, well, oh, Sir likes me better. I rub his feet better. Nah. <laughs> the existing girl already knows I'm queen. You're a princess. Back down. Right. This is your spot. This is my spot. It doesn't make us any better or worse, but you have a place in the hierarchy. Mind your role. Um, right. It is very complicated. And I won't say complicated. It's complex. So I often tell people this isn't addition. It's multiplication. Okay. Um, so it's not, you know five plus five, it's like five times five. Right. Um, because my relationship with her is different from her relationship with, you know, Sergeep versus her relationship with, Sir, you know, with puppy. Mm -hmm. But in the return, like how she views our relationship is vastly different. Like I am her primary owner. Right. And she is my captain slave. So yes, she is my first girl. So, right. but my primary partner will always be Sergeep. Right. So, in that 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 mixing pot it's multiplication because it's how that per each individual identifies within the relationship towards each other and back and forth and then we have the community the the family unit of the relationship as well and that looks much bigger um so i'm the admiral um and then my vice admiral is sir jeep um we have a rear admiral who's master necros um captain valkyrie and then we have alpha puppy um under her then we have our betas who are ira and miska and then we have two ensign slaves um slave sin and boy zadist um and it goes like that and then we have students that are members of the house at this point due to their loyalty and um their time in and right. they are my lieutenants nice now all, now all these people live with you though because because they're like, so for, for people that don't understand, right, they'll hear you say house and they'll think, you know, they just want to make, they, oh, everybody's living in the house. No, no, like a house is your group. And so when we say yeah. house, this is your group of people. Because, you know, there's people out there like, they all live, they all, all those people live in a house? Sometimes. And sometimes. Sometimes, yes. But sometimes a house is just, a, a term for your your group, your your family, your group, mm -hmm. and how you guys are are conducting yourselves in your hierarchy. 
it doesn't necessarily always mean that these people live together, but they do a lot of communion together. So we actually, my students do not live with us. Okay. All six S types live with me in Sergeep and Master Necros is actually in Ohio. So the bulk of us actually do live under the same roof together. Wow. Okay. You have to have order. You have yes. to, you have to have rules. Do you find as a dominant pleasure in administering rules at at you know, because it can be taxing. Do you do you find it exhausting at times or do you or do you revel in the the challenge of keeping things in line as much as you can? Okay, I'm going to put it to you bluntly, and I'm going to speak of Valkyrieism. I'm sure she said this plenty of times, you know, brats. Right. I'm not a brat tamer. Mm. I don't like to have to have a constant power struggle within my power exchange. Mm -hmm. Like, we've already made this transaction, so you're going to either do what we negotiated or, hey, here's the door. Right. I don't, I don't have time for that. You agreed. You signed the dotted line. You sign not just my house rules, but a personal contract with me. Nah, I don't have time. So, yes, I like the structure. I like having that exchange and that authority. But if every day I have to correct and to punish and to discipline and to nag and lecture and bitch moan complain, that's a headache. And I don't have time for that. Again, be a grown ass adult. Or there's my door. How many times a day do you yell my name? A lot. And but that comes down to having a you know green submissive in our house. You know when submissives are green, that that's something I can put up with because they're growing and they're learning. Right. But when but th that's the point of having a captain. I don't have to do all the work. Valkyrie, Valkyrie, handle it. So yes, I can I can sit and do what I need to do. So that that brings me to this question because. I know a lot of dominants feel the same way you do. And I do feel, I feel that same way too. I can talk to Brett as far as like giving advice and things of that nature, but I really wouldn't want to take a Brett one for myself because I'm the same way. I really don't want to have a struggle within my, within my power exchange just because someone just wants to fuck with me. Like I don't like that. But, um, so there's, so there's this, there's not a fight or battle, but there's always this conversation of are brats really submissive or are they part of the lifestyle, but not submissives in the lifestyle? In your in your opinion, because um, Michelle Fekatafi feels as though, hell no, brats are not um, submissive. She wouldn't consider brats submissive, even though she considers them part of the lifestyle of kink and BDSM, but she doesn't think they're truly submissive. Well, my first, you know, thought process is, first of all, brat is a descriptive word, not a role title. Okay. So even a dominant can be a brat. And trust me, I know a lot. I can be bratty within a, within a scene. Okay. Um, so there's that. I, you know, one of my slaves, Slave Sin, she can be bratty, but it's controlling it. Mm -hmm. So she knows. She knows when I give that look, we don't mess. We don't play. Right. It's, you know, I can, I'll let her out. I'll let her play. I'll give that, that leash, that slack. But the moment I look at her, she knows. Brat goes back away. Ma'am's done playing. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. So I believe, you know, under the right circumstances, submissives <clears throat> are, can be brats. I think it's, it's healthy, you know, to have that level of sassiness. It shows that you're comfortable with your dominant. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's a healthy way to do it. And then there's being disrespectful. Right. And like I said, brats, dominant or submissive, it could go either way. Just know that there's a line between being a sassy brat and being downright disrespectful. And that's well, my line. And you never hear of anyone. You're the first person I've interviewed. And we've had this conversation about brats that have said that dominance can be bratty. Oh, my God. Dominance can be bratty. Really? Right. I wonder if I can be bratty. I wonder if I'm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've known you for 10 years. <laughs> you think I can be bratty? Yeah, I can be bratty. I, I got to think about that. You're going to make me. You're gonna make me think about this when we get off of here today. <laughs> I always make you think. Right. So absolutely, we all have that. We all have that. Or laugh. I mean, how many dominants go? Did that hurt? Oh, I didn't feel a thing. Hey, like right. that's bratty basics. <laughs> right. You know, it, the you know the funny part is is just what you said. Uh, you know, it's okay to be comfortable and sassy and snarky with your dominant or your submissive but when you're just causing problems just to cause problems that to me speaks more to something else than it does someone being bratty you know some people can be a little bratty for attention which is understandable how you go about getting that attention is a little different you know it, it just levels to that um but i think a lot of times there's women uh there's submissives that just are not agreeable and they and they want to use the the banner of Brett to say you have to put up with me because I'm submissive to you. But this is what comes with me. I'm going to be a disruptor. I'm going to be a malcontent from time. You know when I feel like it. There's a reason that there's vetting for one and for two. Um, you know it's within the dominant to figure out what's within their wheelhouse. I absolutely knew that know that I cannot handle someone who is malcontent and like that level of be needing behavioral modification. Mm -hmm. Like I need you to be an adult. If I have to teach you how to be an adult because you're that much of a brat or you're that malcontent or um, Maslow hierarchy of needs malnourished, then I need you to go to therapy. I need you to go find a professional. I need you to handle your own shadow work and then come talk to me, you know, a couple years down the road, because that's not my job. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a mental health or medical professional. Go find one of those. I'm yeah. here to do grown ass people shit. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what would be, uh, so what is your vetting process? Let me ask you that. I know you said you known Valkyrie for a long time. And, you know, when this opportunity opened up, you said, come on. And you went and got her. But what, what is your, what do you, what do you or did you or what do you look for in someone that you would consider being a part of your house? Intelligence. They have to have that intelligence and that drive for education. Um, I look for people who advocate towards mental health and wellness, you know, even from within themselves. Um, I look for people who want to do something and make a difference. Um, I look for someone who is doing grown work, 
like you got to be grown. Like that's, that's my main thing, be an adult. Um, I also look at if they're going to mesh with who was already here. So within vetting Valkyrie, you know, I was already looking at, hmm, she's going to be really great with Puppy and she can connect here with Slave Sin and she can connect here with, you know, Miska, you know, so is, are they going to mesh? Because something we say in the house is we can't make your siblings love you. Right. And I vetted with them too. Yeah. And you vetted with them. You were, she reached out specifically and talked to every single one of them and, Hey, how are you doing? Let me get to know you. And that was a key point for me of going, yeah, this one, because she did reach out and she was so forward and um, puppy was very similar. Like when he came in, to just kind of get the experience and start learning before we even entered dynamic officially, he would talk to Miska and to Sin and, um, and to Ira. And those were all very vitally important things for me to see that they would interact with others. Right. If you can't interact with the others in the house, that's going to cause a problem. Right. And the less problems I have makes me a happier mistress. Yes. Yes, yes. It's funny you said that. When I joined uh, a group of guys to teach on the road uh, in my my hair profession, uh, when I joined the group, I called each and every person up and introduced myself. I think that's important when you come into to make that initial connection. And you're right. And that and that deals with someone that's coming with their cards up with no alter, no ulterior motives. And just saying, look, this is who I am. You open up the door for good communication. You know, you make yourself approachable. I think that makes, that definitely makes, you know, someone like that a valued asset, you know, because you need that. You need someone that can be approachable, you know, in, in your life or in your group, in your social group. You need approachable people. She yeah. also reached out to prior people that knew me in the community back in Atlanta, all that other stuff and got a touchstone on me, even the good and the bad. Yeah. You know, we all grow and we all change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I checked in with a, a good couple of people to kind of see like, Hmm, okay, this is her path. Let's let me look because right. at her, like, I, I don't care what anyone says. We all have at least one person who's going to say something negative Hell yeah. about it. So, I heard the negative and I heard a lot more positive and I always take it with a grain of salt when I hear things like, okay, what's in it for you that you're, you're telling me. Um, but I listen because, you know, if those problems arise later, I know that I've heard it. Right. And, uh, to the credit of the community, like they didn't slam her. They said things change. Right. I've grown a lot in just the 12 years that you and I've known each other. Yes. I've grown a lot, like a lot, a lot. I'm definitely arrived. I've, I've found where I needed. Good. And I, and that's what it's about. And, and and that's another thing that I talk to people about, like, stop looking for a dominant or stop looking for a submissive. Like it's all about yourself first. You have to work on who you are as a person. And I can be a dominant without a submissive. It's just I'm. I'm. You have to work on all those things, and then you, when you meet a submissive, then you can, you can, you know, kind of flow. But if you're waiting to find someone to practice who you are, that's that. that that's not that. That doesn't work. You can't be submissive when you want to be. You either submissive or you're not. You can't be dominant when you want to be. You have to be dominant all throughout, right? And. And so I talk to people like, look, it's a journey by yourself. 
But you have to be authentic, I think. You have yeah. to be who you truly are. I'm a slave. I tried that other hat on. Was I good at it? Sure. Did I like it? Hell no. Nah. So I know I'm a slave. I'm a power slave. I, I accept it. This right. is who I am authentically every day. Right. I don't think I woke up any different since I've been here. Nope. And you just have to be authentically you, which is more to, like because you, you use dominant and, and submissive, but right. there is switches. And authentically, they, they right. do what they do. And if that's what it is, that's what it is. As long as you're being true to yourself and being a good human and being an adult, then you're part of the community. What's on your agenda for this year? What are some of your short-term goals? <laughs> um, well, the house is working on a book that we're hoping to get published. Um, we have Valkyrie's collaring ceremony coming up in um, June, her what? steel ring official ceremony. Okay. Um, we're, pres you know, so we have Power Exchange Powwow also in June where her coloring ceremony is going to be. And that is um, my big, it's a big event for us. Um, mm -hmm. And it's the first one where I am the event coordinator, creator, and a member of the council. Um, and then we have Wicked in. I'm competing at PEP as well. Yeah, you're competing at PEP. And um, in July, we're going to go for People Before Kink with the Kink Collective. Um, and in August. That's with Master Joshua. Yeah, with Master Joshua's Kink Collective. Um, They're amazing people. Amazing people. Yes. When my youngest had surgery, they actually came down and was very helpful. Because right. um, this slave was losing it. She really did. I um, was not okay. And in August, we're going to be presenting at Wicked. Um and we're looking at a couple other events, possibly in October, going to DomCon. Um, Where is DomCon going to be at this year? New Orleans. New Orleans. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Let, let me know the dates on that. I may come down here for that. Someone just sent me something about DomCon online, but I couldn't see. They showed a picture of, of all the people outside of it, but they didn't. I didn't see the date for it. So it's in October. Okay, just well, they, did, they did just had LA, right? So, they did okay. LA. so I saw, uh, so I saw LA. I saw yeah. the one that was coming up. Okay, I saw the one that was coming up in LA. That's what I saw. The picture of all the people outside. That was LA. Okay, so the next one is going to be in October. Mm -hmm. um, we had one of the myself. We don't know if it's going to fall. I think it's going to be too much. Okay, it's like the weekend right after Pep and. That sounds like horrid con drop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I would love to go to LLC. I don't think we'll get to do it this year. We have been offered to come to Folsom Street Fair, which you know I've already went there once. So, mm -hmm. But we've offered, been offered that as well. Cool. Um, so that's that's pretty our, pretty much our projection. Nice. Of events this year. In the next five far. years, though, we plan on going for Master Slave. Yep. And I'm so excited, definitely excited to get that leather title and to be able to step back into my community, which I have. Right. Um, and the leather community has accepted me home with open arms. I have never been treated with so much respect and tears and all of that. People that I respect for so long. And how long does how long does a process normally take to get accepted into the community into the leather community? I mean, I've never had a giant 
um, problem in community. Um, you show up pretty much show and out. you show up and show, show out, like be a decent human. If you're a decent human, <laughs> you problems in community. Yeah. Hashtag don't be a dick. Don't now there's, there's always going to be drama. Right. I, I, I say when the weather turns, drama starts. Right. You know, everyone act a fool when the weather gets good. There it is. You know, there's going to be someone with hurt feelings and whatnot. But honestly, if you have the reputation and you've done your own hard work, you shouldn't have problems in community. Mm-hmm. You know, even if someone opens their mouth and says something, people are going to look at the fact that look at what this, you know, is this true? Right. And what has this person, what is this something we can see from this individual, especially when there's someone in good standing and someone who's done the hard work to get where they're at. Um, so I don't know, like I was very instantly accepted with open arms. Um, like I just showed up and they were like, Hey, welcome. Mm-hmm. That's how it was when I went to my first other event. I was like, oh, it was I like, fit. Right. I'm home. Right. Hey, it really was kind of like, Oh, this is a big old family reunion, and I didn't know I had this many cousins, brothers, uncles, sisters, wow. whatever. But apparently, I do. So they, it's always been just super accepting. I don't think there's like this huge like, oh, you must stand in a corner for six months and play around in a jock strap. But hey, if that's what you need, <laughs> I mean, I just showed up and the fud ruckers, and they're right. like, hi, welcome. Right. So people can get that out of their mind. Like you have to do some like hazing or something, you know, to be a no, part of This is not a sorority. This is a right. family. Something totally different. Now, do I haze my siblings? No. I, do I give them hard time? Sure. That's my job. Right. I mean, you give them tough love. I go, yes. Sometimes right. it's really tough. No. Yeah. Leather has always been everything i was you know you remember when i found leather and mama didn't help me into it and yep. put the boot in and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. you know and and I, I couldn't imagine myself in anything else the community works what they do for just the community at large right. humanity remember when i did habitat for humanity after katrina that was huge for me you know but that was really important when when the baby had his surgery community reached out you know we had shield walls people all of a sudden we had amazon on the front porch yeah. every day every day every day but even in that we were able to serve the community back Mm -hmm. um the master eli's house house of raw um they have ihor gives back and they go into the community and they they give toiletries and clothing and whatnot and i said hey i have all this baby stuff that i i he's grown out of i can't i don't have a purpose for right can you take this to the shelters up you know wherever you go to you know disperse you let it serve go further and serve and so I, I transitioned that all to them and they sent it out to even all the way to South Africa. Mm-hmm. So oh. it's, it's that community being able to serve in just that little way, even while I was being served, that's family. Right. That, that we were family. It wasn't. And let me tell you, this is like a master who I've always looked at and went, Ooh, and here he is. And he's like, no, no, we're equals. And I'm like dying. Right. What? Right. You know, and, no, 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 baby. We're equal. Just call me. You know what? You know, it was it was very hard, but that's that's exactly what community is. Yes. And I, I reached out because I was worried that if something had went wrong, I would break and I couldn't be here for my siblings. Right. So I needed a dominant force here to pick me up so I could break. And that's exactly what they did. It was amazing. I've never seen the outrage like I had seen. 
And it reminded me why I did leather and why leather is so much part of me. Right. That's where I belong. I mean, I love the kink community. You know that. And I've taught for years and, you know, kink aware professional. I've done all that. But leather is where it's at for me. Like, that's home. So let me ask you, uh, Madam, do you think the lifestyle, I ask everybody this. There are some of the old guard that think the lifestyle needs to go a little bit more underground again, opposed to the expansion of it through social media with so many people jumping in. And and sometimes some people don't want to call them fakes, but they're just novices. But of course, novices present themselves sometimes as being knowledgeable and experienced. Do you feel as though the lifestyle needs to go a little bit back on the ground? Or do you think uh, keeping it where it is and making it better in the open space? Let me say that. Okay, so I'm actually going to give you an analogy. Um, I don't know if you watch Disney. Okay. But but we're going to talk about Cars. Okay. So in Cars 3... We got Lightning McQueen. Mm-hmm. He's now a veteran racer. He was he was trained by an elder racer, you know, Doc Hudson. But now these next gen racers are coming out, and oh, are they full of themselves? And get out of here, Grandpa! Mm-hmm. And what's wrong, Slowpoke? And so he's trying to reinvent and like how to stay relative. And there's this trainer that he meets, Cruz Ramirez. And she trains race cars, but she's not a race car. Okay. And she's got all this book knowledge and all this, you know, backdoor knowledge in a, in a way. Like, she can put you on a simulator and show you how to do the things. She's got training methods, but she's never done it herself. Right. And McQueen's not having any of this. He's like, no, I got to go back to the roots. I have to go back to the roots. I got to get back to the old ways of doing things. And that's going to make me be able to beat this new, this next gen racer. Right. And in that, he became the elder teaching mm. the next generation. Mm. So I think when I hear the old guard, new guard, da, 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 Hardy Haberman puts it best. We're going to be somebody's old guard. Yes. You know, we're all going to have that next gen racer and we're going to have to find that diamond in the rough like Cruz Ramirez mm. and that one's thriving and thirsting for knowledge and wants to be that that race car that they never got to be. And they're right. just waiting for someone to pick them up. So while I agree that there needs to be, and I'm going to say the bad word, gatekeeping. Right. Um, I feel there does need to be gatekeeping. And I feel like we do need to bet a little bit harder. And we do need to, you know, check some IDs a little bit harder. And we need to make sure we're letting in people that are safe, that aren't right. felons or pedophiles. Right. Um, that we're keeping our spaces safe, but we have to understand that the world is evolving. Right. You know, we we have to use things to our advantage. The reason Next Gen was faster is because they used science in the movie. You know, so we have to be prepared to be the next guard and to let go and let them. Right. But also make sure we're doing what we can to keep our spaces safe. Right. That means gatekeeping. That means looking at the socials that we're doing, having heavy vetting socials. No, you can't come to a party unless you can come to four socials. You know, that's four months in some groups. 
put invest in your lifestyle invest in wanting to be here show us that you're gonna be here like i don't want anyone just walking in my door if i'm a dungeon owner i want to make sure it's quality people right so when joe schmo is flogging his girl and she calls red he isn't still swinging you know, so I think there should be definitely a harder vetting process and and keeping that gate a little bit better for our people. Valkyrie. And this is not me rebuttaling against her. However, I think a lot of us would get lost. Today, I would be considered a unicorn, definitely. And the lifestyle, not as a third or whatever, but a slave of my, my mindset is not really out there anymore. And I feel like on my journey... It's not so much to hold because, you know, I'm 51. I've been in this like 30 plus years. Right. So not old guard. It's finding a way to meet in the middle and mm-hmm. keep our traditions and our rituals and remember the ones that went before us that died so that we could do this. Right. You know, remembering that, not letting it go and still like keeping that, but growing together, you know, evolution kind of maybe, but meeting in the middle and keeping a little bit of the old because it worked. Yes. But allowing everyone to grow because things are different. Like when I started, there was no internet. So for me, this online stuff is what? However, it's it's been beneficial for a lot of things. You know, so, you know, like especially during COVID, I was able to teach and I was able to do that right. stuff. Right. So, I mean, to still keep the old, some of the old traditions and the protocols and the beauty within it. Maybe not the mess ups because even old guard has what you know you why would you do that because all guards i can't i can't serve leather right but i think like to hardy haberman's credit we're all going to be someone's old guard and Mm -hmm. we have to understand that there is going to be an evolution and in um vincent l andrew's book he explains you know we have the roots give we have a root structure that you know our elders are a root structure but Mm -hmm. we have to give them wings to let them grow let them bring us into another generation right ultimately using the cars analogy we all got wheels right yeah just be the branch we all got the wheels how we utilize those wheels is going to be different and you know that track is going to stay the same no matter what it's 200 laps it's wonderful circle right end of the day a lot of things can't change and shouldn't change right but we need to get better at doing them like we weren't talking even 10 years ago about mental health and now we have ThriveCon. Right. So yeah, we got to we got to look at the positives and use that. No, I agree right. 100%. I agree 100%. Yes, I believe there needs to be uh some connection between the old and the new. And I think what happens is when you're the new not to their fault or their own, they want to make it their own. And I think sometimes they can understand how some of the old traditions, some of the old ways, um, there's a reason for them. There's a reason why they work. And maybe you don't take the will. You don't have to recreate the will. Just paint it a different color. I think a lot of times new people in anything, even in barbering, new barbers just do stuff. And I'm like, y'all just doing stuff and and wasting motion, wasting time. But it looked good on YouTube. It looks good on Instagram. Uh, but someone that knows the fundamentals is like, yo, you're just spinning your wheels. But it's all for show and glow. For someone that doesn't know, they're wowed by it. But people that know, you're just wasting. You're just wasting. Right. Effort. So well, you know, it's like a new dominant with a flogger, and they're 
cranking their arm back and they're like moving it every which way. Mm-mm. Baby, it's all in the wrist. It's all. You don't have to do all that. <laughs> and that's the- why we have mentors. And I, I'm going to be that person. The problem between our older generation and our newer generation of, of lifestylers is we've all heard on either side of this battle the bickering and the bitching. Yes. The older generation is like, oh, those young whippersnappers, da da da. They don't know nothing. Blah 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 blah. blah. They cancel culture this and this 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 and blah 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 and bitch 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 bitch. They don't know nothing. They ain't worth nothing. Hmm. How can you do this this and you are only nineteen? Okay, valid points. Sure, cool. But on the other end, we've got the newer generation going. Oh, that's the geriatric kinksters. <laughs> oh, home aren't you isn't it past your bedtime grandpa so they're both beating this war um and really it's it's asinine it is and if they could just simply stop and like realize that there's a reason and a method to the madness of the traditions Mm -hmm. on both sides yes old generation has to find that diamond in the rough and train that one person bring one teach one Uh and New generation needs to shut up and sit down and take a lesson, right? Because the school board knocks sucks. Right. Yes. Was, you know, I was new once. I thought I knew it all. I thought everything was unicorn sprinkles and rainbow farts and everything else, and I got knocked down a peg. I was smart mm-hmm. enough to listen. Yeah. You got to th- be smart enough to listen. Yeah, I think what people discount is everything that we're talking about is all just relationships, and. Yeah. People struggle to have one relationship with one person. And when you get into having a community, having a house, you're 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 dealing with multiple people. So it's really about working on like don't discount the old guard, don't discount the new guard, because we need all that to be better at communicating to one another in today's times, right? Like you said, you know, before you would teach a different kind of way, you would have to meet up, but now you could do it via Zoom, via, you know, all this, you know, technology. And that makes it great. And I think at at another point, it kind of hampers relationships because people get lazy. They don't want to meet. They just, I've seen people have online relationships for three years and never meet. And I'm like, how can you really serve if you never really meet? I see if y'all meet a couple times a year, but they've never met. And I mean, I just think that's a very difficult uh, thing to do. You can definitely form a great connection, but to me, I actually need to, you know, put hands on you, put eyes on you, sit and eat with you. I think people don't understand the communion between sitting down and eat. So I love when you guys said, when you said, madam, that you guys sit down as a, as a group, as a family and eat talk two times a, a week. I mean, I think that's great. Well, we eat together as a family every night. Classes uh, two times a week. Oh, classes two times a week, y'all eat. And I think that's great. Communion is great. It really is bonding. I don't think we we discount sitting down at a table and eating together. As but we- even in the early stages of vetting, you know, sitting down with a person and eating can tell you a lot about them. Yes. Especially yeah. in a restaurant, how they how they treat service staff and how they eat really has a lot to do with their character. So I think that's that's key and part and parcel within community. It's a sacred act. And so people often go, why do you have a potluck in the, in your event? Well, because breaking bread is sacred. 
bring me some of your energy. Even if it, you just went to the store and bought me that meat tray, you right. spent energy to go buy that meat tray. Yes. You know, if you want to spend the energy and make me, cu- you know, make the event cupcakes, cool. You made cupcakes. Right. Give me that energy. Break bread with me. Right. And a lot of dungeons and spaces don't do that anymore. And so it's dying. And I don't think they understand how sacred and how beautiful that is right. when you're sitting there and you're eating, you know, mother superior's homemade cupcakes and you're like oh this is great and she's like oh you like them and you see that woman's face light up right yeah it's great and and people are getting away from that and i think it's terrible personally yes you're not breaking bread we owe this now we got we gotta meet up yes we gotta meet up we we gotta meet up we gotta break bread we gotta have some libation i'm gonna bring something to the table that's what that's what we do and that's how i was raised i was raised with if you get invited to a place, especially someone's home, you bring something with you, a bottle of wine, like you said, food, or if you if you come if you're if you come um at the last minute, you know, like someone just come on over, like still offer something. Like, can I give you some money toward the night or can I get some ice or something? Like that's just how I was raised. And I was raised, whatever you come with, you leave it there. If you come with a bottle, Leave the damn bottom. Always, as you said, if someone comes to my shop and they bring a bottle and they take the bottle with them, we look at them sideways. Like what? If they come empty-handed and leave with something, we look at them sideways. You know, so it's... Or if you come with a lot and you leave with something, I'm not mad at you. But I had a friend bring a guy to my to a barbecue and his cousin bought nothing. Then at the end, he was walking out with two bottles of beer in his pockets. And I looked at my boy like, it, it, oh, you know, he's taking one for him, one for his girl. But I'm like, he ain't bring shit. He's sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, listen, that's cool. He just can't come back again. He got that one. He got it this time. But he's just not, he can't, you can't bring him, you can't bring him back. You just can't, you just can't bring him back. If you bring a case of beer, like if I bring a case of beer to like your barbecue, I'm not going home with that beer. No, but if but if you're walking out with a couple of beers, I don't care because you actually brought something to the party. But to come empty-handed and then leave with something, it's like I don't know how these people just. But it says a lot about their character. Like now I know I can't really how they were raised. Um, some people were not raised with that as a cultural norm for them. Right, I was raised in the South, and that was you didn't show up at Grandma's empty-handed. No. Oh, look, I this grandma brought you that you know it was cultural for me to show up and you know whether we were making borscht for dinner or whatever great nana i brought you your beets so you can make borscht you know i hate borscht but i've still brought her beets for multiple years of my life while she was live god rest her soul but you bring something to the table Mm-hmm. You know, and that carries over into your adult life, what you, you learn within your lived culture and experience. Right. So I know I know y'all have class time in a little bit. So let me let me just open it up now so y'all you guys can say something. First of all, well, let me before we even get into that, I absolutely we have to do another one. <laughs> we have to do another one. I know I have you Maybe next week because the week after that I'll be away. So maybe we do another one next week and talk about some, so really dig deeper into some more specific things, especially with the. I think dominants need to hear how they need to run things, like and the importance of it. Like I really, and coming from you, with, with coming from a female dominant, 
is great. And I tell guys, you can learn so much from female doms. You can learn so much because a lot of times in this in, in today's times, men have been raised to respect women differently. And we don't know when to really be authoritative and when not to. We really don't even understand how women think. But women know women. And so women will be already on top of stuff. Like, you know what? You know, we're going to cut that off at the root. But so I really want to talk to you again about that. But uh, but I'm going to open it now for you guys to just, you know, leave some comments for the audience. And then uh, and I'll, I'll do some closing remarks. Um, well, I'm actually going to comment about that female dominance thing. Um, I think another thing is that a lot of us female dominance started on the other side of the slash. So if you got, you know, I, I get a lot of the times, how do I handle my my S type with this problem? And I'm, I sit there in the back of my brain, I'm like, boy, if you had only been hit with a flogger one time in your life, maybe you stand. Um, but I, I do, a lot of my male counterparts come to me and ask me questions and I'm like, well, and I, I attribute it to the fact that I was submissive. I was a slave first, um, you know, even more so than my gender. I, I was a slave first. So I understand more what my S types go through because I've been through drop. I've been through crash. I've, 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 I've sat that side of the slash. And those are things that, you know, are vastly different than being a dominant. Right. And having that knowledge. Um, if I was going to leave something to the audience, I would just definitely say, you know, be kind to yourselves, be authentic to yourselves and give everyone the benefit of the doubt. You never know what you can learn from someone, whether they're two minutes in a lifestyle or 200 years in the lifestyle. You know, do your community the justice it's due and do the hard work. Show up and show out for yourself and for the community because we need those people. Okay. As always, like I tell the S types out there, you know, be authentic, be selfless, take the time to get to know yourself, make know your worth, vet a dominant, and it's okay to say no. It is okay in that vetting process to remember that consideration is considering both sides. Frenzy is mm -hmm. a thing. That's you talked about dominance going, oh, I gotta have somebody to dominate. That's frenzy, and you need to close that down for a minute. Right. You know, I used to be that slave. We all know that would sit in the corner and bend. They're like, give that baby something to do. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, after years and years of this and doing the hard work and I did my shadow work and I paid my penance for my sins within the community and being back, you know, educate yourself. Be smart. Be smart, but educate yourself and take that time. Take that time to enjoy it because before you know it, it's over before you know it, it's over. And then you, all that hard work and all that suffering and all that you did, this is what you end up with. Right. Now you asked, how do I serve someone 20 years my younger, how that happened? I think you got your answer. That's why I shut up through this whole podcast. Right. You now see. Right. That's yeah. how that happened. Life gives us My surrender deserved the best. Yes. And I got it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so before we go, just where, because I know you guys have a page. I'm, I like your page, but can you tell them where they can find y'all on social media? And number one, and, and real quick, you're about to have an official collaring ceremony in June, but yes. there are pictures of when you first got collared on the page. Yes. So um, me and Sir Jeep and Master Necros all agreed 
that Valkyrie's loyalty and her service since being in the house, the sheer amount of work, the love and dedication, um, everything she does, she does from a place that is so pure. Um, and especially through our hardest battle, you know, yet as a household with the youngest, she earned it hands down 100%. And, um, we were actually, me and Sergi were in the hospital. Um, and Jeep said, you know, we need to lock that collar in. And I said, cool, click order. It will be here on this day. And, um, I think it was this, we were home that day, the day that we came home, we placed it on our neck and I said, we're going to have the, the official ceremony. Day. Yeah. It was the next day. It was the next day. I was in the playpen, remember? Yep. And I told you, get out the playpen, mm-hmm. come here. I didn't told, warned her about anything, let her know, given any hints. And I said, we're going to have the official collaring ceremony still at Pep in June. Beautiful. But this is yours. You earned it. And it it don't come off. Yeah. And it's special to me because it's it's the rainbow, which is her collar when she was in slavery. No one else has one that looks like this. So yeah. to know that she found me worthy within the way she served. Right. Because I knew her as who she was in Texas. Like right. I knew who this was. I didn't know this who was. Right. I was honored, and like it brought you know me, but it brought me to tears. Yes. I was just being me. Right. Like the only way I need to be. Right. And but I'm very honored. I'm very honored to serve this house. I bless way more than I deserve. And I'm happy for you, my friend. From knowing you for all these years, I'm very, very, very happy for you. And I'm very happy, and, and uh, it's, it's a pleasure to meet Madam. A pleasure. Yeah, I hear a lot about you. She hears a lot about you. Yes, and I definitely have you guys on again. But tell me, what's your tell tell everybody what's your page so they can come follow you guys. So we have the House of Kinky Misfits, and that's how you can search us on Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, we have our podcast, our writings. Um, many members of the house, um, right on our YouTube, there's any amalgamation of us in different podcast video podcasts on our YouTube. And then any number of us can show up on our TikTok. So, um, that is our outreach there. Perfect. Social medias. Yeah, I am. I did not know you guys on YouTube, but I will catch you guys on YouTube. I'm on YouTube. I've been doing more on YouTube, but I'm going to subscribe to you guys today. And lock it, lock that in, and we'll talk again about doing another one. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And I'm like Valkyrie everywhere else. So like, you yeah, know, Facebook. I'm on TikTok they, as well for Life of a Slave. I'm still there too. They can always find you on my page on my Good Morning post. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. So my 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 audience knows where they can find me, sir. I and Q on everything: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. They can follow the community on kingspace.net. Don't know how long that's going to last, maybe to the end of the year. They will phase into something else. And uh, they can catch me on YouTube and all podcast platforms. And I appreciate you guys for being here with me. And you guys will have a part two to this. We're going to delve. I, I got to dig into this dominant mind over here. I need to. No I, problem. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my, my notepad out for the for the 30-year-old. I need to get some. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this let's do it i do so get them in line uh tactics you're so. welcome you're yeah. welcome love you guys have a good class
Until next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>